What's going on guys? This is Molten's Mind and Body. I am your host, Jeff Mullen. I'd like to welcome you back to the show and if you're a first time listener, I appreciate you tuning in. Today, we are gonna be doing something that we've done the last two weeks, which we've been doing regular now, is our top 10 questions of the week. So with these questions, I like to take your questions honestly and answer them on the podcast so we can impact and help a lot of other people uh, instead of just you know one-on-one answering your question. This way, more people can hear it and I think it'll just benefit overall. So um, on the week-to-week basis, I like to mix them up a little bit. So when I'm taking your questions, if I didn't answer yours, it's not because it was a bad one. I just thought, Maybe we've already answered it in one of the last two podcasts or something might be a little bit better for the population or the people we're trying to reach, okay? So we're gonna get started with question number one, which is what was the first cheat meal I had after my last competition? So for those of you that don't know, I competed in bodybuilding for multiple years and did two competitions in bodybuilding and one in men's physique. The last two bodybuilding competitions, the last one I won my uh, pro card, so I became a pro natural drug-free bodybuilder. And if you're not familiar with bodybuilding as a whole, to get into that stage competition where you see these people at very low body fat percentages and you know um, you have to diet for for me anyway I think you know minimum 16 weeks realistically 20 24 weeks or more depending on how much weight you have to lose so my last competition I lost about 30 pounds over 24 weeks so uh, you're very restricted you're very disciplined going to this point every calories being counted your proteins fattens carbs are being monitored and you're adjusting as you go throughout the competitions or the prep I should say for the competition so that that meal after that competition you're very depleted and you're ready to eat so what I did is I went to um, what did I end up going to oh the cheesecake factory so the last competition I went to the cheesecake factory which was crazy because you know you've had such good foods nutrient-dense foods you haven't had a lot of crappy foods so your body's used to having something and you've been very restricted so I go into there, I go to the Cheesecake Factory, I get a bacon cheeseburger, fries, a dozen wings, and a big milkshake. With obviously they have like bread and things like that as an appetizer. So I ate it all. I was on the verge of like, I felt so sick after I ate it, but like it was one of those when you're eating it, you feel like you're just absorbing it all and you need it and your body's like, yes. And then you finish and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? So it was a, it was a mess. I didn't get sick, but I felt sick. But um, that was the meal I had right after. So that, I'm a go-to bacon cheeseburger, fries, milkshake kind of guy. That's like literally my go-to almost every time I want to go out and have something a bit over the top and that's necessarily not great for me. So that's my go-to. And that was that... Um, that last competition, that was the meal I had. So going to the second question, um, do I take any supplements? So I do take some supplements, yes. So I think everyone, whether you're working out or not, should be taking certain type of supplements. So I think everyone should be taking a multivitamin. I think everyone should be taking a fish oil. Uh, Those are two that I think go around everywhere. Uh, I take a whey protein supplement. So I don't think you need protein. You definitely don't. But I think if you lack protein in your diet, it's a good way to get more in. So it's always recommended for me to, I think you should have a supplement on hand if you need it to get the amount of calories or protein you need that day. 
So, um, so I have the protein, the multivitamin, the fish oil. I also take turmeric, which is a natural anti-inflammatory, uh, joint inflammation. And so I highly recommend that. Also, I take a probiotic on a daily basis. I think it helps with your microbiome, your gut health, digestion, and overall, I think it helps the immune system also. So, um, probiotics, something great to, to do, to take, uh, especially, um, helps with digestion overall. So what do I else? I also take creatine. So I think creatine is something if you're into working out, you should be taking three to five grams a day, depending on your body weight. Um, you can just take it every day, just like a normal thing, whether you're working out or days even when you're not working out. So that supplement I also take. And I think, do I take anything else? I think those are the big ones. So um, like again, if you're if you have questions with them specifically, give me a message, shoot me a you know message on Facebook, Instagram, wherever it may be, and I would love to talk a little bit more about it with you. Okay. So number three, um, so the question is describe the feeling I had when I won my pro card. So going back to the first question a little bit, talking about my bodybuilding competition and career doing that. So my last year when I competed, like I said, I won my pro card. And honestly, like I'm gonna tell you a little bit of the story, but it was honestly the biggest accomplishment I think in my life, the highest I felt in a competition level. Uh, I it was just there was so much leading up to that show, so much physically I needed to do to have a shot at winning. Um, I financially was in a tough situation. I was living in Boston. I was biking to work, you know. Uh, so it's hard to regulate your cardio, your calories. I was biking like five in the morning to work, so it's dark and, and it's just like. You know, I wasn't that close, so you know, it was just not a good situation. When I was going to the grocery store, um, I only could carry how much I could carry in a backpack. Uh, and like I said, I didn't have a lot of money in the first place, so the types of foods I were eating were not necessarily my favorite choices, but I had to do what was best financially. And I was always, you know, getting one thing, two things here and there. And um, I got to a point where the only th supplement I was taking was a little bit of creatine and protein powder. I couldn't afford all these other things. And, um, you know, I was working 12 to 14 hour days at Equinox for three and four months. And that was the end of the prep too. So starting a new job, had to keep energy high, having these long days at work. And, and I think what got me through it, which I want to talk a little bit about, was just the mindset. You have to have such a mindset no matter what you're doing and believe that it's going to happen. And I had to make it a game. I was like, no one's going to outwork me. This is my show. And if I didn't win, there was nothing I could have done because I, I knew I wasn't getting outworked. I just truly knew it. You know, if someone was doing more than me, then hey, take the show because I just didn't think that was happening. So, um, the feeling was just incredible. The day of the show, I had the family and everyone come out, which was the first time them seeing me compete. And uh, that was the first time they saw me on stage and they were just like, holy cow, like, you know, they didn't realize it was against different age classes and heights and weights and to come out on top and everyone there and just be super excited. I broke down on stage on all fours and just like couldn't believe that I actually did it. And it was just an incredible feeling. You know, I got really emotional. It was just something I'll never forget because I think it was the ultimate like, holy crap, I did it just because of how much I went through. It was an amazing, an amazing time. So um, yeah, just, just incredible guys. So the next one we're gonna go into, question four. Um, so is, should you do cardio before or after your workout? So I think the first question you asked is why are you doing cardio? Is it an extra tool to help you lose weight? Or are you trying to do it to physically condition yourself better cardiovascular wise? So I don't think there's, it doesn't, I don't think it necessarily matters from a caloric standpoint. So 
doing you know cardio before or after if your goal is to just burn calories it doesn't matter if you want to warm up doing cardio and then you can perform your workout um, do that if you feel like it fatigues you too much do it after it doesn't matter the some the one topic i want to touch on to though which which is just something there's a big misconception is fasted cardio fasted cardio does not burn more calories or burn burn more body fat than than doing um, cardio when you've already eaten. So a lot of people now talk about getting up early, empty stomach, going to the gym, and they're like, because I haven't eaten, I'm gonna burn more fat. You're burning the same amount of calories, so at the end of the day, you're gonna burn the same amount of fat. Doesn't necessarily matter if you're burning pure carbohydrates um, or pure fat, which is what people talk about doing when they're doing fasted cardio. This just doesn't matter. You just have to regulate your caloric intake and calories that day. Um, So it doesn't matter when you do it, it's just a preference. So whatever works best for you. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, let's see. Question number five. How do you want, or how do you get a flat stomach? So, uh, the big thing, it's diet. Simple as that. It's diet. So if you're not regulating your calories and, and, and tracking your food, um, to based off what, you know, how many calories you're burning to how much you're taking in, um, and making the right choices, you know, you're not going to get a flat stomach. So flat stomach, you have to burn body fat. And the only way to do that is to regulate your calorie intake or exercise more. I think most people exercise too much when they wanna lose weight and don't eat enough and they cause metabolism or metabolic issues, which will, you know, over time, I've done a video in the past about that, will destroy you and basically not allow you to lose weight because your metabolism will slow down to the point you're not eating and you're not losing weight. So I think the number one thing is lock in your calorie intake and make sure, um, you know, you're, you're doing the right things that that reason um, or that way and then start regulating your workouts a little bit more so um, again you you lose the flat stomach by regulating your diet and exercising three to five days a week and just moving more okay um, let's see here what are some free or are free weights better than machines question number six so in my opinion they are but again now this is this is relative to what your goal is i think free weights are more functional so if you're using a barbell dumbbells they use a lot more of the stability muscles those little ones that stabilize the joint or the shoulder or things like ankle hip um, you're also in space, so you think about it, you gotta balance more, you have to use more muscles to, to stabilize everything that's going on. Um, and also, I think that that way is a better way to train because I think you get overall better balance, coordination, and strength as a unit compared to where machines, if you're trying to develop a specific muscle group or if you're using it for like a rehab purpose, those are the two big reasons, right? So when I was doing bodybuilding, I did use a lot of isolated machines because my goal was to develop a bicep or a quad or a hamstring or whatever it may be. Um, So I would do a lot of those, but I think like if you're doing lunges, squats, deadlifts, things that use barbells and dumbbells, you're gonna get stronger overall and I think more functional strength that translates to your daily, daily activities of like just moving around picking up things and doing things um, like squatting deadlifting lunging these are things you do every day basically and don't realize it so um, I think I prefer dumbbells and barbells if I had to pick for sure Uh, if you have an injury I think the machines have a purpose to an extent um, but really I would never push people towards them I really say push them away and try to get them have that balance coordination and more functional strength so I think you know if I had to pick by far dumbbells and barbells over machines Uh, Let's see, we're gonna go into number seven, okay? So why are your muscles sore after you work out? So I have a lot of people, you know, they're like, 
oh, I, I just crushed my workout. My legs are toast and they're sore for like three, four, five days. And number one, they don't know why they're sore. They don't realize what's actually happening. And number two, they probably shouldn't be that sore. Um, I think that's doing more damage than actual good. So what's actually happening though is when you work out, your muscle fibers are actually tearing. You're creating trauma to the muscle. So you have all these little fibers and they're just splitting and you're getting little tears in the fibers. Now, if you worked out and say you did a couple exercises, you get some tears in the muscle. It creates inflammation, which creates that soreness and it takes any, you know a couple days realistically to heal. Then the muscle heals, it grows back a little bit bigger and stronger and then you can perform the exercise in a few days. Now, the people I think make two mistakes. The first mistake is they do too much in a workout, create a massive amount of trauma to the muscle to the point where you're inhibiting walking, moving, doing things that you need to do because you're so sore and they think that's a good thing. Now, when you're that sore, it takes longer to heal. So the amount of workouts you can get in. So the best example I can give is if you did a leg workout and you're sore for five days and then, you know, the sixth or seventh day you train again, you barely are getting one leg out workout in that week. What I would rather do is to do like half or even a third of the amount in that day and then be training every two days, two or three days. So you're getting two or three leg workouts in a week. Overall that week, you're not as sore. You can do more and you can recover faster. It's not more beneficial necessarily all the time to just do more damage to the muscle. I think that leads to injuries, joint pain, fatigue. Um, your nervous system gets crushed, right? I think that's when you go into a gym and the weight feels heavy when it normally doesn't, that's not necessarily a muscular thing. That's a nervous system thing. Your nervous system is very taxed. It's fatigue. It's exhausted. And, and you got to make sure that you're not just doing that on a crazy often basis. You need 24, 48 hours, you know, minimum after after your workout to recover. Um, if you're doing a lot of damage, I think most people do too much and then it takes days and days and days and I think it's counterproductive. So again, you're creating trauma to the muscle. That is what the soreness comes from and I think most people do that too often and too much in a workout, okay? So we'll go on to the next question, but again, don't overdo it. It's the biggest piece of advice I can give you over the years and years of lifting. I think most people overdo it, which it's caused big, big problems um, down the road to the joints. Because when you're young, you don't feel it. Even me only being 28, my body's starting to feel the injuries and everything start to add up already. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Number question number eight, um, how often should you work out? So I'm going to go against, I go into this question in a couple different ways. So how often I think you should be doing at least three to five times a week, minimum three. Uh, if you're doing three days a week, probably three full body workouts to start. If you're going five days a week, I would recommend some type of upper body, lower body, um, push, pull, leg. So you have, you'd hit everything multiple times a week. Um, if you're, and it also obviously depends on what you're training for. Like right now, most of my workouts um, are, I'm doing like three to four strength workouts a week and probably three and then like three uh, actual Metcon, which has some strength involved in it, which is just high heart rate stuff. So I'm doing full body things almost every day, but because I'm only doing like one exercise per body part, if you wanna look at it that way, the amount of soreness I have is minimal. So I'm really doing like one leg workout a day, like one actual exercise, maybe two at most, so I can recover in a day or two. Uh, if you are feeling sore, take a day off or do some slight dynamic movements. So like, you know, you're doing cardiovascular stuff, you're doing light walking lunges, body weight squats, um, push-ups. you know, only like a couple sets. And just getting blood into the muscle, that way that'll actually speed up recovery because when you're sore, you created that trauma to the muscle, it has toxins in it, all that 
that lactic acid. So doing those exercises will actually flush that out, get blood and nutrients into the muscle and help speed up the recovery process. So I think three to five days a week um, is a good spot. I think when you get to that six and seven mark, you're overtraining depending on what you're doing. Now, if you're doing like a really light cardio day and stretching and mobility and flexibility, I think training seven days a week is fine, but it's the intensity that you have to regulate. And that really depends on each person and what your goals are. But you know, I think you always should need one or two off days or at least one or two days that you're really taking it easy and just recovering, um, whether it's flexibility or mobility work. So I think that's important. Um, last two questions we're gonna go into, okay? So we got, why do I weigh less in the morning? So I had someone ask me this the other day that like, why do I weigh less in the morning? Um, Cause they'll, 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 they'll try to keep track of their weight as a way to, to guide if their weight loss. And what happens is people weigh themselves in the morning, the afternoon, night. And what happens is you lose track of your actual weight because, and it's not consistent, because when you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, have an empty stomach, that is your true body weight, okay? When you wake up in the morning, you have all that water digested, the, the food's digested, and you go to the bathroom, so there's really nothing left in your stomach or you know like that. So um, that's gonna be your lightest you're gonna be, and it's gonna be your truest body weight. Once you start to hydrate, you had your coffee, your water, your lunch, your breakfast, now you're gonna have more substance and food in your body, which is gonna throw off the actual weight. Now, if your goal is to track your weight, I think that's a useful tool. Now, sodium levels, water levels, all that's gonna regulate your food, um, your website, your weight a little bit so doing it the most accurate way accurately way possible would be every morning empty stomach go to the bathroom and get an accurate weight and do it at the same time every day now and that, that's the best way to do it so um, that's why you weigh less because there's food and everything in your stomach uh, there's water in your stomach um, before you go to bed and you want to have that out in the morning and let it absorb and use how it's supposed to okay all right, guys, so we're gonna go into question number 10. Okay, should I eat at night or stop after 6 p.m.? Okay, so here's another question, another myth that really drives me crazy that because there's a big misconception going on in the fitness industry that I see way too many trainers and coaches say this because if you're saying this, you just you just don't know the physio physiology and what, you know, actually you don't know much about nutrition in my eyes because when you're, eating before bed. There's no reason you can't eat before bed, okay? If you're hungry, eat before bed. That food will not, I promise you it will not, just store as fat because of you eating late. Now, that being said, if your calorie intake is the same consistently on a daily basis, so it will use 2,500 calories a day as an example. If you eat 2,500 calories a day but all your food comes in the morning, or you eat 2,500 calories and all your food comes at night, you're gonna regulate the same body weight, right? Your body weight will stay consistently the same and you're gonna pretty much regulate the same amount of body fat. Now, if your exercise is regulated and your food is regulated. Now, if you weigh yourself in the morning on the day that you've ate late, you will weigh more. It's not because you gained fat when you went to bed. It's because you ate sodium, water, food at night so when you weigh up, it has a lot less time to digest and get out of your system, thus showing you a false weight that you actually not, you're actually not, okay? So intermittent fasting is another thing people talk about a lot, is which if you're not familiar with that, is you're basically eating in an eight hour window, 
So you eat maybe noon to eight. That's when you eat. You skip the whole morning. Now, if you're eating that last meal at eight o'clock at night, you know, you're going to weigh more in the morning. But the whole point of intermittent fasting isn't necessarily a weight loss tool. I think it could be useful to people that munch on food all day. So if you restrict yourself to eight hours, you'll probably eat less than you would if you ate all day. But that's not the point of it, you know, okay? So I think that's what people use it for a lot of the time. Um, when really it has some other benefits and things like that, I think, um, I think it's just one of those things that I think most people have a false impression of why they actually do it. If it helps you as a weight loss tool, that's great. Um, but there are other benefits to it when it comes to hormonal levels, getting human growth response, um, you know, getting better focus in the morning and different things like that. So you can, you know, these are different things that you can look into. I don't really want to talk too much about intermittent fasting in this video, but what I want to do is let you know, it does not matter whether you eat in the morning or at night. Okay. Um, if you want to eat six meals a day, two meals a day, five meals a day, four meals a day, it doesn't matter when it comes to weight loss. If your calories are the same, one meal or six meals, your weight will be the same because it's about calorie consumption. So when you're talking about figuring out your nutrition and figuring out a diet that works for you, if you like eating five meals, eat five. If you like eating three, eat three. If you're eating six at six, whatever that goal or goal calorie intake you need to take in, that is the number one priority. Okay, guys? If you could take something away from this last question is don't worry about when you're eating. You know, make sure you're consistently eating when you're hungry and hitting a calorie marker and tracking your foods. And that's gonna lead you from if you wanna lose weight or build muscle, okay? So those are the top going questions of the day. I hope you enjoyed this video. Again, if you have questions, please shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, uh, or the YouTube. Uh, you can comment in the YouTube videos. Moving forward, next video we're gonna have is a specific topic. So if you have any questions for me, um, please let me know. I can bring it up maybe in the next video, or I'd love to bring it on to the next, next top 10 questions of the week. Again, moving forward, probably within the next few weeks, we're gonna be bringing guests on. I have a list of some really good people that I think will benefit um, that can benefit you from listening um, and I think you'll you'll learn a lot and, and and just you know it'll give you another view on some people that are in this industry that I believe are really really good at what they do so um, I hope all you help have a great rest of your night and I will see you on Friday have a good rest of your night guys thanks see ya